This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNS Kinston. You know, you can never hear uh, Brent Musburger's voice too much, and uh, that is uh, the, the point right there, too. Listen, welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Yes, we're a few minutes into Hour 2. This is uh, Monday, September the 18th in the year of the Lord, 2023. This is Hour 2 of Episode 931. You just heard from Mark Panicelli from 252 ESPN as we broke down NFL, NASCAR, ECU football, now, it's Monday morning quarterback time here on the show, and you know we like to have the victorious coaches from Friday night here joining us, and uh, our Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week this past Friday night was Kenston versus South Lenore. The Vikings win 18-6 to over uh, the Blue Devils of South Lenore, and joining us on the line right now, he's the athletics director. He's a head football coach over at Kenston High School. Just an all-around good dude also. It's Ryan Diesel-Geesman, the winningest coach in Lenore County history, joining us this morning for Monday Morning Quarterback. How are you doing, sir? Good morning, T. sir. How are you doing? I am doing good. Listen, before we even say anything before we come out of the gate, I am supposed to ask you, uh, by Jason Bryant wants me to ask you, do you think ECU is going to win uh, this weekend against Gardner-Webb? Yes, no doubt about it. Okay. Well, go part. Go Pirates. Go Pirates, indeed. I don't know what that was about, but he said, ask Diesel if he thinks ECU is going to win. So, uh, uh, I, Jason, I just did. You've heard uh, you've heard uh, Coach Diesel's response there. And uh, you got to help me come up with something, uh, Diesel. I mean, what I've, I declared in the last hour that if – and I, I'm declaring ECU is going to win this game. I don't think there's no way, no how, no any way that ECU loses uh, to Gardner-Webb. But if uh, lightning were to strike and somehow Gardner-Webb wins that game, I've got to do something, okay? I mean, uh, Jason suggested that I buy a Bulldog since Gardner-Webb are the Bulldogs. What would you suggest I do there, Coach? I like that idea right there. I like Bulldogs. I have a Bulldog of my own, and I'd be a, be a great pet for you. <laughs> you think my Molly girl, who's about to turn 14, you think she'd get along with a little uh, a little Bulldog puppy? No, no doubt about it. Yes, sir. Okay, well, there you go. I think we might have a, a thing here. Now, the thing is I have to talk Linda into it, too. But I don't, I'm not even going to have to worry about it, man, because there's no way ECU. And, and, again, I mean, I know we're way off topic here because I want to talk about Friday night's game. But, goodness gracious alive, there's no way. Do you see any world in which Gardner-Webb beats ECU Friday, uh, Saturday, Coach? No, sir. I believe that the Pirates will be victorious and we'll be celebrating and Greenville will be wild on Saturday night. There you go. I agree wholeheartedly. Well, I tell you what, a uh, heck of a game. I got to tell you, a really fast. I'm not used to doing a Kenston game and getting out of there by, you know, 9.15, 9.30, but that's pretty much exactly what happened this this past Friday night as uh, you guys defeated uh, South Lenore 18-6. to uh, You've now beat them 18 straight times in a row, 20-1 uh, all-time. And I know you're going to mention this, so I'm going to beat you to the punch a little bit here, Coach. Win in the first leg of the Jimmy Smith Cup. Uh, how important was that win on Friday night, Coach? Oh, very important. Uh, playing for Jimmy Smith Cup was preached all week long to our guys. Uh, you know, something we take pride in, and we want to keep at Kenton High School. And I believe we, you know, we came out and took care of business on Friday night to take care of that first leg of the Jimmy Smith Cup. Absolutely. And on top of it, too, 
the first win in uh, East Central 2A play for the 2023 season. And, again, the Jimmy Smith Cup is important, but, man, it, it's very important to come out and, and win that first game if, you, if you're wanting to make a run in the EC 2A, isn't it, Coach? Yes, sir. Uh, conference play is huge, and uh, like I said, uh, you got to take care of business and, uh, you know, taking care of we, uh, South South and Oil week one was big and hoping to help to build off of it going into this week. Absolutely. A big game against East Duplin. Hey, I got an idea for you, Coach. Uh, how about if I declare here on the show that just like kind of like what I just did with ECU and Gardner-Webb, that there's no way, no how that Kenston can win in Beulahville Friday night. If fired up you guys against South and North, you think it might help if I do that for uh, for this game this Friday night? Yeah, we, you know, we, we like the underdog role, and uh, you helped us out last last Friday <laughs> night with, with putting us in the underdog, underdog role. And I, I like I said, I think you saw and kind of, you know, experience towards the end, you know, the, the I guess, the motivation our guys had, you know, for Friday night. I'm going to let you explain it. Listen, Jason Bryant had told me this early in the season, but you know, you know how <laughs> – how Jason will uh, bust on you sometimes. You you don't know if he's being serious or joking. I didn't realize that uh, my beautiful face uh, was on a poster, Coach. Yes, sir. Uh, we, we had your face and, uh, <laughs> I guess, some preseason comments that were made. And uh, we had it blown up into a poster. We had three or four copies all over the place this past <laughs> week, going to South Lenore. And uh, we, we, we uh, definitely used preseason comments uh as motivation going into Friday night in my defense coach diesel I really thought you know I mean what Will Harrell and you've even uh mentioned it too coach what Will Harrell is doing down at South Lenore is pretty special I mean he you know he really is he's building that into a real program I knew you guys were going to be a little bit young I gotta admit I didn't know they were going to be as young as they are too so I guess I here I am trying to defend myself to the coach who uh, won the game on Friday night. But can you see where I was coming from? I guess is what I'm trying to trying to ask here, coach. Yeah, I mean you you never know what you're going to get with youth, but uh, you know we, we've got we've got youth in, in places because we believe those guys can play, and it's it's going to do nothing but make a, make them better for the future. And uh, you know, each week they're getting better, and we got to keep building off that. And because the future is bright over here. What did you think about the game plan that uh, that Coach Harrell did come out with against you guys? I mean, just uh, just uh, score be damned. We're gonna we're gonna run the ball and we're just gonna you know you're gonna have to try to stop us. And you guys did. I mean, you obviously you did winning eighteen to six. But what did you think about the game plan that he came out with, Coach? Well, I, you know, I talked with Harold, Coach Harrell in the, in the weeks prior and leading up into Friday night. And I understood, you know, he said he was having some issues with with, with finding the right guy to run his offense and what he normally does and. And for what they did in a week's time, putting in a single wing and being able to execute the way they did, I was very impressed. And, uh, you know, if you know, you talk to anybody, they're going to say the best way to beat Kinston is run right at them. And uh, I definitely believe that uh, we did a good job of stopping that on Friday night. And you did. You absolutely did. Like I said, again, uh, an 18-6 to victory. It was 12 to nothing at halftime. Up 18 to nothing. It's just one of those games. And uh, Coach Smith and I said this too, Coach Diesel, that you never really – I mean, as, as they did keep the score down, but you just never really had that feeling that uh, that South Nor was going to uh, – that they were going to win the game. I mean, even when they made it 18 to 6 and had the ball back with an opportunity to try to get within a score – they just kept shooting themselves in the foot, and that's one of the things I want to give you an opportunity to brag on your team about. I, I, 
Keith Spence, if you're listening, send me the number. But I know South Norah had 14 penalties. In fact, they had more penalty yardage than they had offensive yardage, if I remember, uh, by, by about five yards or so. Your team played very disciplined, Coach. Just brag on uh, the way your Vikings played against South Lenore. You know, going back going back to the youth piece, uh, you, know, you expect mistakes and, uh, you know, it's not easy to be an issue. And I felt like we did a good job of, of you know, fixing those issues in the, in the prior weeks and capitalizing on the opportunities that we had that South Lenore gave us. And uh, I do believe we felt like we were in control the whole night. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, I guess you look at the scoreboard and say it's still like the kids have to score more points. But, uh, like I said, Coach Earl did a great job of slowing the game down and, uh, you know, had some methodical drives where, where we were able to, you know, capitalize on the end, forcing turnovers and uh, three and outs and get a defensive stop. What and exactly what you just said right there too, Coach Diesel. Uh, on the line with us right now, Ryan Diesel Geesman, head football coach over at Kenston High School, and uh, coming off it's Monday morning quarterback coming off that eighteen to six victory over South Lenore this past Friday night. The task gets pretty good, and we're not going to do a, a full on out uh, preview because we'll save that for the Real Discount Drugs pregame show on uh, Friday. But Coach, uh, I tell you what. Going into an East Duplin, you and I talked about it on the show, uh, on this show uh, this past Friday. We talked about it on the Real Discount Drugs pregame show this past Friday, too. I got to tell you, and this is no disrespect to Battle Holly, no disrespect to East Duplin. I did not see East Duplin being 5-0 and coming into uh, this game against y'all this coming Friday night. Uh, just are you at all surprised, I guess, is my first question. And what has been the secret to uh, the success for a, a Panthers team that lost about 2021 seniors in their state championship race last year? Well, I believe it's very believable. Uh, any team coached by Coach Holly uh, is going gonna, is gonna to be a very, very competitive team. They're always going to have a chance. And, um, you know, you look at the East-West game this past year, you know, in seven days of practice, he was he was able to lead the East, lead the East to victory. And, uh, like I said, he does a great job. And, you know, he's also got two prior head coaches on his staff who help him out uh, tremendously. And they have a great staff down there, and they got a great group of kids. And, you know, coming off the state championship run, you can believe that the football excitement in Beulahville is, is, is as real as it gets. And, um, you know, he's had some, you know, some guys that, haven't played football in the past to, to his roster. And like I said, but they're, they're going to be well coached Friday night, and we have our work cut out for us. Man, and that atmosphere always in Beulahville is just uh, – it's it's so electric. What are you anticipating? Uh, and, again, I, you've only had a couple of days to look at film of them. We'll get a more in-depth preview when we talk to you Friday. But uh, we, I, we'll just speak to the atmosphere, Coach Diesel. I mean – it's always fun when you go to uh, Duplin County, and especially East Duplin, isn't it? Yes, sir. Uh, great, great student body who's, who's going to be in the stands, and you know, fans galore uh, all over the field. You know, within, within you know five yards of, of the playing field, and uh, it, it's a very exciting, great atmosphere. It'll be exciting for our kids to experience, and uh, uh, look forward to Friday night. Very good. Well, listen, uh, Coach Diesel, that was uh, – oh, I, I knew I wanted to ask you one more thing too. Uh, man, it's just so classy what you guys did uh, Friday night in memory of uh, of Tony Hill from uh, North Lenore. I had never seen – I know Jason Bryan is very happy because he's finally got something with a K on it that's in his alma mater's uh, colors. But just a, what a sign of unification that you guys did uh, this past Friday night wearing the uh, quarter zips 
with the K on the front and memory of Tony Hill on the back. Just uh, tell me about the, that decision and even the moment of silence, not before the game, but between uh, the first quarter and the second quarter. It was really important to you to uh, honor the memory of that coach, wasn't it? Yes, sir. I mean, coach, coaches are brotherhood, and you know, it's, it's even it's even closer whenever it's in your in your in your same town, in your same county, and uh, we just wanted to go out and, and you know and, and honor Coach Hill because, like I said, every every year that I've been a part of Kentucky football, he's he's been he's been a he's been a you know across the way you know competing against us. And uh, you know it's a tough situation, and their their communities in, in our thoughts, thoughts and prayers, and uh, just the way we we could show it on Friday night. Well, and again, a super classy uh, gesture that you did with the whole sideline, the whole Kenson sideline. I'm not going to lie; it did throw me off a little bit seeing uh, Kenson coaches wearing that North Lenore green, but uh, still very, very classy. Listen, Coach Ryan Diesel Giesman, thank you so much for joining us here this morning. Uh, we'll talk to you on Friday, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. There you go. Uh, so uh, congratulations again to our, our Kinston fans and uh, to uh, Ryan Diesel-Giesman, a heck of a win this past Friday night against uh, against South Lenore, 18-6. to Tell you what, uh, we're going to get up here on the line with us. Uh, another coach that just had an impressive, impressive victory uh, this past Friday night, and that is uh, Green Central head football coach Jay Wilson. Before we do that, though, let me thank uh, Lenore, or I'm sorry, UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road. Right here in Kenston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview here on the Brian Hanks Show. It's Monday morning quarterback. All we do is talk to winners on Monday morning, let me tell you. <laughs> Joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now, I just could not be any more excited about this, is uh, we've got uh, Jay Wilson, the head football coach of those Green Central Rams, who uh, I wouldn't say shocked the world Friday night, but I got to tell you, Coach, outside of your locker room, and you, I really don't think, in fact, I hope you don't hang up on me when I tell you this, but uh, even <laughs> I picked North Pitt, and I love you to death and love what you do, even I picked North Pitt to beat you guys Friday night, but you guys came up with a win. First off, congratulations. Thank you for joining us this morning, sir. Brian, by God, Hanks, if I am talking to you on a Monday, that means I had a great Friday night. And probably a great weekend, too. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm glad to be on the show. Glad to be on the show. And we are honored to have you again. Listen, this wasn't North Pitt from three or four years ago or whatever, five or six years ago. This was a North Pitt Panthers team that rolled into Snow Hill 4-0, and yeah. uh, coming yep. off a big win in Edenton the week before. Mm-hmm. I got that. Coach, I'm lost for words. I, how, did, how did this happen Friday night? Uh, we were together. We, we we played as a family. Everything that we did the whole week was distraction free. Um, we were just the guys were just really really laser focused in. The coaches did a great job of creating game plans that put us in the best situation offensively. Uh, we were able to you know we were able to control the ball and kind of and some of some of our best defense was keeping the ball out of their hands. 
Um, and then we created four turnovers. And I think I talked to you on Friday, and I told you that was going to be one of the keys to the game was creating extra possessions and taking the ball out of their hands. So, And you indeed, you did that again. Uh, <laughs> the score came across at halftime. You know, we always do our halftime show. And yeah. uh, you're, I, is it uh, – who oh, – goodness gracious. Is it Coach David Bryant that runs your uh, Twitter feed? Or who runs that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well yeah, he does a Brian. great job. He does a great job oh, yeah. of uh, keeping that up oh, to date. Yeah. And it came across, and it was one of those fourteen to nothing at halftime. I rubbed my eyes. I show the <laughs> I show the computer screen to Coach Jimmy, Jimmy Smith. He rubs his eyes. I show it to Keith Spence. He rubs his eyes, and then we made the announcement on the air. And there was just a lot of excitement. I mean, I guess it was equally important for you guys to come out as strong as you did, right? Oh, definitely. You know, we we, we uh, scored on. Uh, a couple of early possessions. I think we had. I think we know we had two turnovers. We created two turnovers early. One with the interception, and then one with a strip, some uh, a strip uh, fumble um, or the recovery. And so we kind of put ourselves in some really, really good positions early in the game, and that really, really helped us. Uh, like with the early momentum being fourteen and zero, they came back in the second half. Of course, you know they're a good team. They made some adjustments. We made some readjustments. And then we just we just slugged it out for that fourth quarter. And again, it was so much fun. Well, I think the last score we saw before the final score that they had got it within one point to seventeen uh-huh. to sixteen. And yeah. of course, we're all sweating and everything. I can imagine how much fun it was for you on the sideline, right? Uh, it, 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 you want to call it fun? That's, that's the one where you put it in air quotes if you're talking in real life. It was fun, all right. Um, but no, no. It, I mean, you know, as, as as a competitor and and as a coach. You know, you want to be able to to be in games like that. Not only for now, but you know, saying you know, we we, we make the playoffs, we do some different things. You already been battle tested, uh, so and, and that's and that's a good thing sometimes. So you know, pulling that victory out, having that fourth quarter where you know we kick a field goal and it's seventeen to sixteen, and then we score, and then I think I, their last three possessions they had a four and out, we had an interception. We had two interceptions. So defensively, you know, and I'm, you know, I hang my hat on that defense. Oh yeah. Defensively, we stood up in the fourth quarter and really, and really solidified the game. How important was it to? And that voice you listen to, Jay Wilson, head football coach of those Green Central Rams, now one and zero in the Eastern Plains two A after a 23-16 win over previously undefeated North Pitt this past Friday night. But, you know, and I'm not trying to bring up anything negative here, Coach, but just the way the the, the previous week had ended and hearing you on the pregame show, and you were still up and you were still positive, but one of the things you said in your interview with us was addition through subtraction. You didn't go into details, but, it was, it, nope. you know, we understood. But that really stood out to me. I mean – just uh, what did you mean by that, and how much did that help uh, with this victory on Friday night? Football is a chaotic game, no matter what you do. I mean, it, it, and and when you, when I'm a, when you're coaching and you're on the sideline, you're looking at everything in front of you. Friday night was the first night that I didn't have to turn around and and deal with some a distraction going on behind me with a player who wasn't all the way bought in to what we were doing. Wow! And that that made it so much easier to coach the game and to be locked into the game without having to worry about, Lord, is little Johnny, what's wrong with you, baby? You know, and all that kind of stuff like that. You know what I mean? Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out, time out. (laughs) When has Coach Jay Wilson ever said, come on, little Johnny, what's wrong with you, baby? When have you ever said that? I've never, but I've had to think it. You know what I mean? (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, you know, kids today, they're they're a little bit different. I I love them all. I love them all. But they're a little bit different. They, 
mistakes. Sometimes we have to mentally soothe them. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and so you got to, hey man, come on man, you know we're gonna be all right. Don't worry about you know. And but we, I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to. I didn't have to. You know, hug nobody. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know because they were also you know off the off the, 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 the ledge. So it, it just it, so I was so a lot of the calls and the things that I could be on the headset talking to my guy upstairs, and we're talking about the next series as opposed to talking about, hey, what's wrong with, you know, number so-and-so? Why is he over here on the bench, you know, with his helmet over here and his, you know, whatever, whatever. So that that's what I meant when I said addition by subtraction. <laughs> yes, okay. So. Well, Coach, uh, again, I, I'm just trying to – I've known you for many years, and I'm trying to picture Coach Jay Wilson going over to somebody going, what's wrong, little Johnny? <laughs> hey, hey it, it hasn't happened. It, it, there it's, you usually, go. It's, it's usually a different sentence. But because of uh, F, was it was F, F something uh, guidelines? <laughs> I can't say it on the FCC, air. FCC, <laughs> yes sir, yes that sir. Is, I was going to say I was about to say FCA. Good grief. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jason, Brian, and I both appreciate that. Okay, listen, we're talking to Jay Wilson. <laughs> And your guys, I mean, that was a bit, and just in the Eastern Plains itself, uh, West yeah. Craven uh, takes care of business with Aiden Grifton. Mm-hmm. We kind of knew that. We know how good West Craven is. Yeah. Farmville Central, though, Coach, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, they take on Southwest Edgecombe, and every, and again, yeah. with no disrespect or anything, everybody in the world, I know I had Farmville Central winning that game. Instead, mm-hmm. the team that you are playing this week, Southwest yeah. Edgecombe comes up with a fifty-four to forty-eight overtime, or, or was it overtime? No, no, no it wasn't overtime. Uh, but was still, very, but they, still, fifty-four yeah, forty-eight yeah. win over Farmville Central. Coach, did you see that coming? Ah, uh, no, I really didn't. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see fifty-four. I didn't. See, I knew. I knew Farmville could put points on the board. I really did. Um, I didn't see fifty-four for Southwest. But you look at it, and I, well, I was watching film yesterday. It was fourteen to seven. Or twenty one fourteen at the half. I think it was fourteen to seven, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. So, so I mean, you look up and 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 you put up, put up forty points on the board in the second half. You know, as as a defensive coach, I, I, I you know I got to get some sleep when I can because I won't get any this week. <laughs> you know, what I mean, but but I mean, you, you're looking at you're looking at two really really good teams, two very very well coached teams. Southwest is going to be Southwest. Sometimes they're going to get in here and go shoot at you, and they're going to punch you in the mouth. Farmville is, is a track team, um, you know, with, with shoulder pads on. They're trying to spread you out, do different things. So you had the possibility for a game like that. I just we just didn't see it coming. But I mean, we kind of talked about it at our, our preseason meeting as a you know as a as as a, as a conference. The top four teams are kind of all in their jumble together. We we really are, you know. And and so to to look up and to, and we and I, at the time, I don't even know if we had factored. Yeah, it was it was West Craven, it was um, us, Farmville, and then Southwest. But then you look at it, and you still have a Washington team, Washington team that beat Kenton the other day, twelve to seven. And then you had North Pitt, who came, like you say, came in four and zero. So, I mean, it's it's just it's just it's it's it's, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a wild ride these next five weeks. I can promise you that. Oh, I guarantee you that. And I've, I I got to tell you, I mean, and I've never denigrated the Eastern Plains two A at all. I mean, it has been as long as I've been here. It's been a heck of a conference. It's been uh, Green Central's uh, conference for a long, long time, too. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like like you said, and I'm just echoing what you said, when we, when Wes Craven is as good as they are, we know how good they are year in and year out. Uh, Washington, who's now won two games in a row. Uh, yep. Southwest Edgecombe, North Pitt. You guys, Farville Central, who has uh, yep. had a football renaissance. 
There's an honest to God. Coach, I, and I've just gone through pretty much the entire conference right there. There's not going to – they're honest to God. There's not going to be an off night at all this year, is there? No, and, I mean, and we're still we're still not talking about uh, an Aiden Griffith team that's led by, by Coach Paul. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, you you know that no matter what the talent level is, they're going to come in with a scheme and they're going to come in with a plan, and you know that you're going to have to fight. I, you know, you, and you look up and you see, oh, West Craven got on 43-7, to seven, but I guarantee you that when you look, that AG had opportunities to, to probably score and do different things, even in that game. I, of course, I hadn't seen the film on that one, but I'm, I'm relatively sure that the score may not be indicative of the game just because I know Coach Paul. So there is no easy night. Like I said, the next five weeks, whatever we get, we're going to earn. But whatever we get, we're going to earn, you know, hands down. There is no, all right, guys, it's kind of a, nah, we're gonna, it's going gonna, gonna to be four quarters every night, and you're going to have to play all four to get you a victory. You are. Yeah, and it starts with Southwest Edgecombe uh, this weekend as you guys yes. go to Pine Tops. We're going to save that because, I mean, you've only had a couple of uh, days to look at them. We'll save that for a yeah. real mm-hmm. discount drugs pregame show on Friday. Listen, okay. Coach, thank you so much. It's so awesome. And uh, it, I sent you the text Saturday, and you said you've been waiting for it. And it was. It's exciting <laughs> for me, too. Coach, congratulations yeah. on that big win. I'm not even calling it an upset win. I really am not, Coach. I mean, that was a big yeah. win. Oh, uh, and uh, can't wait to talk to you about taking on the Cougars this Friday. Okay, Coach? Yes, sir. I look forward to talking to you. Thank you so much, Coach Wilson. Thank you, boss. There you go. Uh, that's Coach Wilson for Jay Wilson from uh, Green Central High School. You'll get to hear from him again on the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show on Friday as they will ha- head up to Pine Tops to take on Southwest Edgecombe. Okay, let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We will come back and wrap up this Monday morning quarterback edition of the Brian Hanks show right after that. It is Monday, September the 18th in the year of the Lord 2023. It is now time to play the birthday game. It's that game that uh, Jonathan Massey, you just took over. And uh, last week you won four in a row coming into the day. You're up seven days to four in individual birthdays. You lead 32 to 23. You're just a... It's, it's, it's another Jonathan Massey month, isn't it? It looks like it. It's about time. He had went, He had won a little too much here recently. Yeah. He's getting tired of it. Well, there you go. Uh, how was your weekend? See, I'm going to talk to the winners first. So, Jonathan Massey, how was your weekend? Oh, jeez. <laughs> it was pretty good. You know, sat in front of the TV, watched some football. How's your fantasy team doing? Teams. Uh, we, yeah, I was about to say, which one? Uh, the Hanks League, that team, on paper, great team. Well, you saw it. <laughs> Keep going. On paper, it's a great team. But you, like yourself, had had the tight end injury with Mark Andrews. <laughs> Dude, I tasted that. Man, we're on that. <laughs> that can't go out. I, I cut it then. <laughs> God. How he did. Did you have green beans for lunch? In 1972. <laughs> God. Okay, keep going. <laughs> no, I had an enchilada burrito. Oh, <laughs> right. that, that explains everything. Okay, keep going. Uh, you know, the Hanks League team, you, you had the entry to Kelsey. I had the entry to Andrews. You had some some lackluster performances from our skill positions. So, we're, we're you know, I'm like you, we're, we're going to turn it around, we hope. Yeah. The, the the big dynasty league team did great, you know. Yeah. You know, 
talked a lot of smack. Well, we're, we're after week two, and we don't know yet because we got two games tonight yep. here on Monday night. Uh, but uh, I, I got to brag on our uh, Walrus League team. Dude, Yeah, we I mean, rule that league now. We've not won the championship, but we I'd love to see our record in that league, dude. It's got to be 650. It's got to be. Seriously. Uh, we're we're like, every year 10 and 4 in that league or, uh, or more than that. We're usually like what? We're like 11 and 5 yeah. roundabout minimum. Yes, why, is, why, is it, why is your dad over here raising his hand? I guess he's ready to uh, uh, pledge himself to the fantasy I know three people gods. talking at one time is off-putting. I know I'm going to hate myself. What is a walrus league? Is that just a name or is yeah, it a certain type? It's, it's a just name. a title of the league. Yeah. Okay. All right. Can Let's we check. tell him what our name of our team is? No. Yeah, I didn't you knew that before you asked the question, didn't you? Well, Brian? just reverse it, okay, because we've got to take – because I want your reaction, okay? Yes, okay. It's your show. <laughs> our team name is the Frothy Delicacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on look he's trying not to laugh that was funny that's that's kind of rough <laughs> you, you, you want to know my team name no i don't i don't i do not i'm proud of that one What's i don't the name need of more, it i don't need more stuff to reverse okay i'll tell you after okay. takes time people okay but um but you gotta admit that's a pretty cool name for a team my name if i had one it would be the parachute thieves that's who they not a bad that's mm-hmm. my attack that's not a bad <laughs> i mean it's offensive but it's not profane yeah you know. but we like profane well, jonathan clearly. massey and i we are big fans of profane uh, okay? you'd be proud of me when i did the the draft order announcement for the hanks league yeah. which we ended up not being able to use because espn stinks yeah uh story I, for another day i edited out well you you were here you yeah. saw me not say the names that were offensive right because it was on facebook live mm-hmm. i thought you'd be proud of that i was proud of it. yeah i yeah. giggled inside but you know and on the outside a little bit yeah yeah there you go so uh so fantasy football dude yeah we're i'm proud of our walrus league team uh but the first week now bear in mind all the games aren't done yet because we're still got two two big games tonight but i went two and six my first week Two and freaking six, dude. Oh and four. I've got four ESPN teams. Went oh and four with my ESPN teams. Um, I lost the first week in the Hanks League. I won every other ESPN League team I have with those. I went two and three in my Dynasty Leagues okay. and won the Walrus League and won the Best Ball League. How, well, and I won in my Guillotine League, uh, which, you know, all you got to do is not be the bottom team of 18 teams. I was second from the bottom, though. Ooh. Yeah. So Speaking of fantasy football, how about the end of Justified Primeval? Dude. Well, let's not ruin it for somebody who's not seen it if yet. If you haven't seen it yet, close your ears. Okay, that was amazing. On. Yeah, that was very good. I got to tell you, I was wondering what happened when they wrapped the story of this season with about 12 minutes left to go. I don't know if you're one of those guys, but I am. I like to see how much time's left. And they wrapped the story, the wrap this season story, did you notice, with about 11, 12 well, that's minutes That's how the original left. series ended. It ended with a lot of time, and they had a little epilogue. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, dude. I am so happy uh, to bring in uh, what's their guy Walton from Rogers Gemstones? Uh, Walton Goggins. Yeah, yeah, but baby, baby Billy Freeman. They're bringing baby Billy Freeman back, although that's not his character name on. Uh, Let's confuse Justified. people some more. We're talking about Boyd Crowder on the show Justified. There you go. There you go. And then his uh, his gorgeous ex-wife. I think we're both fans, are we not? We are. We agree on that. <laughs> we do agree on that. Yeah. I'm not going to make a sound like a busted uh, uh, park ride, but, yeah, we agree on that. We do agree on that. And you know who I, I really – I don't know who the actress is who played his daughter this year. That was his actor. That was his <laughs> real daughter. That's his real daughter? That's his real daughter. 
I did not know. She's awesome. Mm. She was, she's sassy. She's, I, I, that's, that's the one, that's the one thing. If I may take umbrage with something. Please take umbrage. That guy in real life wouldn't put up with that at all. Yeah. I mean, I, so? I'm not one-tenth of the you-know-what-he-is, and I wouldn't put up with it. So yeah. the real, that guy, there's no way that would be real. I liked it, though. I did. I, I warned him to, to, well, I can't say. Does she have the same toothy smile as he does? No. I think she took after her mom. Oh, that's but, probably a good uh, thing. But the sassy thing, in, in real life, that would last about two seconds. How long before we get to see the next season? And it won't be called, uh, what will it be called? Justified? It'll be called uh, Justified Catch Boyd in Mexico. I don't know. <laughs> but if you remember from the original series, the guy in the property office took some evidence money and disappeared into Mexico. So maybe they'll run into him down there. Well, I can't wait. That, that was a very, and you turned me on to that years ago, and I appreciate it. That is a heck of a series, man. And my dad said, awesome. have you finished Justified yet? And I said, no, I'm going to get to it. He said, no, you need to finish it tonight. So I said, okay, now I know why. <laughs> anyway. So good. And we're, I'm back into billions, too, but that's another story. I am go. We are right now uh, watching, Linda and I are watching, uh, what's your guy from The Office? Correll. No, 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 no. The Krasinski. Oh, John, John Krasinski. Krasinski. Yeah, uh, Jack Ryan. We're watching Jack Ryan. They came out with the fourth season of that. You'll love this, John. We watch so many series, Linda and I do. We just confuse each other. We started watching. This is the fourth season just released. We're like, oh, we got to watch it. So, like, I don't remember what happened in the third season. Let's kind of get a little wrap-up. Turns out we didn't even watch the third season. <laughs> okay, so we watched the third season. That's, that's what binging does to you. I I have to agree with you. Get so, off my lawn. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. So we finished third season. Now we're getting ready to start the fourth season. So, uh, uh, Jack Ryan. It's good. I mean, it's not as good as Justified. And it's, it's entertaining. It's a lot of action. Another and, one I would um, – well, I recommend it to you. I know your time is like mine, but um, the first two seasons of Fargo are outstanding. I've seen it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I thought it was and, the best thing Billy Bob Thornton ever did. You and uh, Drew Loftus, Drew's the same way. Remember, we talked about this years ago. Couldn't remember. Yeah, Drew Loftus turned me on to that, too. You both did. But, and I didn't yeah, even Fargo. care for I, I didn't. I didn't go crazy over the movie. I thought the show was better than the movie. You are not the only person who has said that. That is for doggone sure. Okay. How was your weekend? What did you do this weekend? No, it was fantastic. I um, worked on a video for a music project and um, helped another buddy with his. And I think I tried to sit and do nothing for an hour or two. That's, that's, that's always kind of fun. A, that's always nice. Well, there you go. Okay, uh, Jonathan Massey, you won on Friday, four to one. You have won four straight days in a row. You lead seven days to four. And I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there, John Dawson. You better, you're kind of in must win territory now if you want to win the month of September, okay? Ah, it doesn't matter either way. <laughs> Jonathan Massey. The sun's still going to come up. There's going to be somebody in traffic blasting some music I hate. There's going to be people who look at their phone, and when the light changes, they're not going to drive. It's not going to change any of that, Brian. See, it doesn't bother me, the people blasting music in traffic, because I can blast my own, turn mine up. What bothers me is when you're sitting at the gas pump, and you're sitting there just minding your own business, you know, pumping your gas, and then some butthole drives up and is playing. And I, listen, and I'm saying this, I don't care if it's rap or country or I hate it when they opera. blast Beethoven. It's so bassy. <laughs> That's what, or if it's even opera. I don't yeah. want to hear it. I don't want to hear your music, okay? I want to hear Third of Never. Don't get it twisted. Now, if somebody pulled up and they're blasting Third of Never, I would start dancing. Well, how about if it was not Green Roses? See, I don't know anything else other than Green Roses, so. He'd be like, turn that junk off. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'm joking, dude. Dude, you shouldn't have made such an iconic song like like Green Roses, okay? I'm not joking, dude. I love that all song. Right, I'm not giving it is you a one copy of my of top it. ten favorite songs of all time. I'm not okay? giving you a copy of the new album when it comes out. Why not? Because I'm going to want you to listen to it. You're going to be harping on Green Roses. I will compare it to Green Roses. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it's not as good as Green Roses. <laughs> there you go. Hey, what do you say we get into the birthday game? I'm not allowed to look at that, Brian. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Jonathan Massey, <laughs> why don't you tell us about... Why don't you tell us? I know because I'm up. Uh, why don't you tell us about uh, Goeco Office Automation and our good friend Jacques Passelet? Well, Jacques Passelet and the crew down at Goeco Office Automation, they're not one to waste your time with trivial conversation. They're, they're trying to get you in and out. and They sponsor you, a show that does that. Yeah. That, well, they do, and that's why they don't waste your time. <laughs> right. They, uh, they want to get you in and out and back to making your business as good as it can be with their incredible office innovation equipment. So if you want to get in on that action, you just need to give Jock a call at 252. 252. 286. 286. I'm not doing that. 53-53-54. 5-4. Beethoven. Or visit his website at goeco.com or what is goeco.com for more information. That was mainly instrumental. Whatever floats your uh, Beethoven never made any uh, any uh, I think the songs majority. or lyrics. He focused on melodies. You don't have to have words. Hey, melodies. now he wrote Rock Me Amadeus. No, he didn't. Oh. <laughs> Amadeus, 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 Amadeus. Amadeus, that's Beethoven, right? Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Oh. <laughs> okay, why don't we get it? We have one musical hint today, okay? Sorry, I, yeah. Spoiler alert, it's clearly not Mozart. Beethoven's <laughs> first name was Leroy. I like that production. He was a teen heartthrob back in the 50s. Uh, what was the... And I, was he on a TV show with his parents? Oh, it's not Ricky Nelson. No, it's not Ricky okay. Nelson. In my arms, a girl with all the charms of you. Bobby Darren, Fabian... Brian he Hanks. hung out with this really hot uh, little thing named Annette Funicello. Oh, uh, they made movies together. Beach movie. They made beach movies. They I made a lot of, of beach. He movies. was in the movie Casino. I can't. Think yes, of he was. I can't think of his name. Frankie. Frankie Avalon. Yeah, Frankie Avalon. There you go. And I got to tell you, I mean, I, I listen. I know that you are uh, that you find men repugnant. I don't mind if you don't though. <laughs> I love that. That's one of just one of my favorite lines. But he was a good-looking dude, man. I can, you know, tell you. I mean, Frankie Avalon was a good-looking man. Or he is a good-looking man. He's still like, he's yeah. still with us. If you say so, or whatever. Well, Do you know who Frankie Avalon is? No, but, you know, if what you say is true, you got to give it to him. He's, he's held up well over the years. <laughs> okay, Annette Funicello. I gave you nothing! <laughs> I think you're already over the monthly limit, but I yeah. gave in. There you go. Annette Funicello. Y'all right. <laughs> just, he, just, he just ripped his uh, uh, rotator cuff. Yeah, you just Aaron Rodgers your, so, your yeah. shoulder. Yeah, there You've you seen go. the movie Casino, haven't you? Yeah. You know when he's doing the little talk show there in Vegas and the guy comes out and he's talking about all the kids he's got? That's that's who we're talking okay. about. Frankie Avalon. Yeah. And now I would have never been able to tell you that's who Frankie Avalon was. Yeah. But, yeah, cool. Frankie Avalon, Jonathan Massey. <laughs> he gets to go first on this one. So he was a you heartthrob know. in the 50s. In the 50s and even early 60s. Yeah. Even early 60s, yeah. So stands to reason he was in his teens 
in the mid to late 50s. Got his calculator pulled out here doing math. You doing calculus? What are you doing? Oh, God, we've already got through Venus, by the way, was that song. It's like Helen Keller typing out the Gettysburg Address. What are you, what are you typing? 87. You say 87. Here, let's play a boy without a girl. This is one of his biggest hits. See if you remember this one, John. All right, he wrote a song about you. I got a girl. I'm getting married in December. Does she know? I sure hope so. <laughs> you remember this song? I'm not. I don't know a lot of his music, to be honest. That is weird. That must be our I generation. I never hear it on the, but I never hear it on the oldie station either. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, uh, a boy without a girl, Frankie Avalon. He said 87. You say. 86. Thank you. I didn't want to give you the, oh, you know. I think he did. What's I think weird? you enjoy doing it. I probably do. No, he was born September 18th, 1940. He's only 83. Wow. Which, again, shows you how young he was. Well, he was born in 1940, so he did it in the in the late 50s, early 60s. So you're right. He was a teenager. He was 18, 19, 20 when he was making all these movies and all this music. In fact, the, uh, this song came out in 1960, so he was 20 when this I think came. Don Rickles is in one of those movies. He's like the manager of the club, and he goes around <laughs> insulting it. He, he does a set in the middle of the movie. It's pretty funny. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Well, Frankie uh, Avalon, and I hate to tell you this. I know y'all are going to be disappointed. That's, a, that's the only musical hint today. Are y'all going to be all right? You want to split a Kleenex, Nancy? <laughs> split a Kleenex. Very good. Okay, next up, it goes to you, John Dawson. You lead one to nothing. He has coached at uh, Kentucky. He's coached at Louisville, where he got into a little bit of trouble. Rick he, Patino. <laughs> he is now at St. John's University, and you're right. Rick Patino. Oh, we, I could make you have a lot of stuff that you've got to, but I'm he not just going gave me, to. He just gave me more work. I know, but you know why he left Louisville, though, right? He's uh, a disgusting human being. He is a disgusting human being. and yet, But yet, Jonathan Massey, St. John still hired him. Well, you know, they're... You know, they're not big on religion at St. John's, so. Wait a minute. They are, though. That's a. That's the rub, isn't The Catholic it? school, yeah. yeah. Rick Patino, you know who we're talking about. Yeah, Rick Patino, yeah, the slime yeah. ball coach. Looks like a used car salesman. Dude, he may, he gives, and I like used car salesmen. I have nothing against him. He makes used car salesmen. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> just yeah. disgusting. Rick Patino. 64. You say 64. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 65. He was born September 18th, 1952. I thought you might skew a little older there. He's 71 today there, Jonathan. He's had Austin. black hair ever since I've seen So him. has Mike Krzyzewski. Well, I can't, I can't, I don't have radar that cuts through the hair coloring. I don't know. To, to cut through their follicles? Yeah, he's got a tanker that follows him in traffic. There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 71. Good job there, Jonathan Massey. And then the next guy, I can't decide, and I, I'm trying, we've not talked, it's Monday, so we've not talked about these birthdays in a few years, in three, what, three years since it's a Monday show. So I don't remember what we said about this next birthday the last time, but I just, I want to get y'all's feelings on this gentleman, Lance Armstrong. Hero or zero, John Dawson? I'll put it to you this way. From what I understand, everybody was cheating. Uh, and he raised millions of dollars for cancer research. So if you take the good and bad of every human and what they do and add it up, I would say maybe average if you add it all up. I was about to say probably a little bit of both, honestly. He did cheat. And he cheated on his wife. You know, I mean, he... 
He cheated, not his wife. She cheated on Sheryl Crow. John Dawson, that to me is a tipping point. If it makes him happy. <laughs> like I said, I, the tipping point to me is he, I love Sheryl Crow, by the way. Not necessarily just for music. I mean, I think she's an all right musician, but I just, there, she just, she does it for me, John Dawson. I, what do you, what you want me to say? I, I want you to vilify the man for cheating on Sheryl Crow. Okay. I hate him. He's the scum of the earth. Should have never been born. If I could deport him to another planet, I would. Okay, but it, I like this. I, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wait a minute. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but how old is he today over there, Jonathan Massey? Lance Armstrong. 57. You say 57. What do you say, Jonathan P. Dawson? Fifty-six. You said? Fifty-seven. He was born September 18th, 1971, so he's only 52 today. Congratulations, huh. sir, John Dawson. Uh, so you lead two to one. It goes to you. Man, I picked some slime balls today. I mean, Rick Patino, Lance Armstrong, and I got to tell you, I am not a fan of this next person either, but she was the responsible, sort of, for the slap heard around the world. Oh, uh, Jada Pinkett. Jada Pinkett Smith, who... I don't know, man. She's all, she's very beautiful, and she's I guess she's a good actress, but um, she seems to. Does she still have the Red Table Talk? Is that still a show? I don't even know what that is. It's Red basically a, a talk show, and she would sit there, and you know they would take an issue that you know only rich people have time to worry about. But a lot of this time, they would take their family dirt and just plop it all out on the table and talk about it. Oh, is that the show where she talked about yeah. cheating on her husband? I'm not going to yeah. get into details, but cheating on her husband, and he just sat there smiling during the thing, and he's sitting beside her, and she's sitting there talking about it. Yeah. I'm ask, not a fan. That's the one. And even with everything that happened with the Chris Rock situation, Chris Rock didn't say anything that bad, and he, he wasn't offensive to... I really didn't think it was offensive to. Uh, well, if you look, go back and I didn't do the research. Someone else did this, but if you go back and look at the tape, he initially laughed at the joke. He died. That's where I was and going. And then he with looks this. at her, and she's giving that wicked witch of the west look, and then he his demeanor changes when he sees hers. Yeah, and he felt like he had to go. He had to go defend his wife or her honor or whatever. And that woman's got no honor, Jonathan Massey. I mean, if he wanted to get on stage and threaten to do it just to see. Chris Rock cower, then he could have sat back down. If you if you've got to do something, put on a show. Well, Chris Rock took that smack as well as anybody I've ever. That was and it was hard. You could tell his head snapped back when he hit him. I mean, but well, his his stand up special, his response in his stand up special was fantastic. I haven't seen that. Have you? Is it good? I'd watch it. Yeah. Okay. Can we pull some from it? No, not one <laughs> word. I know. I figured that. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, it's you, John Dawson. You lead two to one. How old is that person today? <laughs> hey, uh, give me credit for not making something where you were going to have to edit. I was about to say a bad word there. You mean leave this part in too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, she was good in the Matrix or the second Matrix. Remember that? You saw it, didn't you, Jonathan? She was, yeah. a, she was a pilot of one I of the I think the only movie of hers I've seen is Nutty Professor. I didn't even see that. The only one I remember her in is uh, The Second Matrix. I haven't seen a Nutty Professor. That was a stare. I know what it was about and everything, but I, I've never like very, watched it stem to stern. Very funny. Uh, 54. You I don't say know. 54. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 55. Ah, 
you'd have gone the other direction. No, she was born September 18th, 1971. Just like Lance Armstrong, born the same day, same month, same year as oh, Lance Armstrong. Oh, with the theme shows. <laughs> yeah, I did that to y'all the other day. Remember with Oliver Stone and Tommy Lee Jones on Friday? Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm very good. I'm going but, to be in charge of this birthday game one day. <laughs> but Lance Armstrong, Jada Pinkett Smith, are you getting ready to throw that at me? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, you win today. You've already clinched the win here, John Dawson. Three to one. You've Man. snapped the four-day winning streak for Jonathan Massey. I, listen, as much as we've been talking about bad people the last three, I guarantee, I know, well, definitely you and I, and I think Jonathan loves this guy, too. It is a dead person. He was Tony Soprano. That's all I have to well, say. Mr. Gandolfini. Mr. Gandolfini. James Gandolfini. Can you believe, try to wrap your mind around this, John Dawson. He died 10 years ago. Yep. That it's been 10 right. years. He died in 2013. So it's been 10 years since James Gandolfini died. Just blows my mind. Uh, how old would he be today, Jonathan Massey, if he were still alive? James Gandolfini. 63. You say 63. What do you say, Jonathan uh, Parrot Dawson? 62. Here's what's crazy to me. You're right. Exactly. 62. He was born uh, September 18th, 1961, which makes him 62 today, or would have been 62 today. So he was only 52 when he passed. I'm older now than he was when he passed. Yep. I don't know. That's just sad to me, dude. He made a movie with, I can't think of the name, but it was a little indie movie. It's just a, a great story. No car crashes or special effects, but he and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Just look at those two. It's a, I think you and Linda would like it. It's a great movie. Did you ever see The Mexican with him and Brad Pitt? No, I didn't. But and I've, he had a secondary part in it. He I've seen his clips from it, and it's pretty good. He was awesome. He had range. I mean, and what I liked about seeing that, not that I've seen it, I can't really think of anything else other than The Mexican, is that I don't think he, I think he did a pretty good job of not being just typecast as Tony Soprano. Or, well, that was before Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So uh, you win today, 4-1, to one, John Dawson. Congratulations. Uh, today is uh, Coach Paul Cornwell's birthday, too, from Aiden Gripton High School, who's just absolutely turned that program around. Uh, happy birthday to you, Coach Cornwell, one of the good guys. And if today is your birthday, like Paul Cornwell and James Gandolfini and these slime balls, Jada Pinkett Smith, <laughs> Lance Armstrong, and Rick Pitino, then have a great birthday. We will see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. Take Jonathan Massey's name out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Massey. There you go. Hey, uh, thank you so much to uh, Mark Panicelli for joining us in our first hour. Ryan Diesel Gieselman and Green Central's Jay Wilson in our second hour. Tomorrow, Richard Clark. I cannot wait to talk to him about his Cowboys and everything else. Listen, have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.